Welcome to the Words of Heart podcast. In this episode, we dive into a topic or story pertaining to mental health. This episode is accompanied with video and audio. However you choose to listen to this episode, sit back, relax, open your hearts and minds. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Words of Art podcast. I am your host, Dion Sanchez, and joining me this evening is TEDx speaker, Katie No. Katie No. Thank you for joining me today, Katie, or should I say Dr. Katie? Um, I don't know, right? Only if you genuflect and then we're okay. No, (laughs) Katie's fine. Yeah, I'm so excited to be on your podcast and to be able to share information with your audience. Thank you so much for inviting me. Of course, I'm looking forward to you sharing your awesome perspective with me and my audience. Yeah, well, I'm excited. Um, So you mentioned the TEDx talk. Uh, That was my first one. I have a second one that I'm getting ready to do. I think since we had first talked, I know, I'm so excited. So I have a second one coming up in January. So for all of your audience members who are in Central Florida, they could come up on January 29th and uh, go to Eustis, Florida uh, for the TEDx there. So I'll be presenting there as well. Yeah. My topic on the first one was eliminating math anxiety. What I found, uh, Dan, is that um, I was working at a college while I was going back as a mature adult uh, to finish my PhD. And I wanted to help the students who were coming in and wanted to complete their degree. And they only had one class left. And I said, okay, let's get you registered. What is it? And they said, oh, it's math. And I said, fabulous. You saved the best for last. Well, that's my impression, Deanna, and it's not their impression. (laughs) And I had so many students who were so close to finishing and didn't want to take that last class because it was math. 
Now, I didn't understand it completely because all my life I've loved math. I, I see the patterns. I see the beauty. I see all of the different sciences that it's based on. But I wanted to help these students. So I did some research in 2010 and I looked everywhere for how do you help students overcome fear and anxiety about math and test taking? Do you know what I found? Nothing. There was like nothing out there. But I recognized it as a word problem. And in word problems, you just identify what's the most important part. Right. And so for me, the most important part was how do you get rid of fear and anxiety? So I started doing some searching. And in 2010, I attended the um, uh, Nick Ortner's Tapping Summit. He offers it every year. I, I suggest everybody listen to it. It's 10 days of different speakers talking about emotional freedom technique or tapping. And so I listened to everything. They didn't mention math. They didn't mention tests. They talked about finances, relationships, addictions, uh, everything else. So I had no idea if this was going to work or not. Luckily, all of the students were desperate. <laughs> and you and I know that desperate clients are the best, right? Because they'll listen to anything. So I said, well, come on in my office. I have no idea if this is going to work or not, but let's just try tapping, right? So we tried it and the students came back one after another and they said, I think I'm going to pass my math class. Well, Dan, I had no idea who was more surprised, them or me. I was like, this stuff works? Oh my gosh, this is amazing. So once I figured out it might work, I thought, I don't have any idea of what I'm doing. I need to get some training. I mean, I just bought the book and the DVD and I'm like, hey, let's try this, right? So I went back and I got training. I have training in level one, level two, level three, trauma quantum, which is really interesting because then we're talking about past lives, picture tapping, and now I've accomplished my goal of what I wanted to do when I first saw tapping, and that is I'm a master trainer. So now I can train others in tapping. When I first saw it, Dion, I thought this stuff is magical, and I wanted to be able to share it with everyone else. And it took me four years working full time to finish my PhD in math education. Took me eight years working full time to become a master trainer. Would you like to see how this works? Sure. Would you like to be a guinea pig? Yes, I'll be a guinea pig. Okay. So what I tell people is that I'm a waffles dissolver. I help people dissolve their worries, anxiety, fear, frustration, lethargy, exhaustion, and stress. So Dan, I would ask you in the last 24 or 48 hours, has there been anything in your life that's caused you worry, anxiety, fear? Yes. <laughs> yes. Most people can find it. So do you know what it is? Um, it pertains to um, my subject, which I'm majoring in, which is graphic design. It's a really challenging course and my professor. Um, I've had her what seems like every single semester. She's not an easy, easy professor. She's really intimidating. And just I've been stressed and paranoid about um, how my grade was going to turn out because I um, got a job recently. So trying to navigate school, even though it's just one class, it's that one class is does take a lot of energy and effort considering the field of study. 
Um, it's not like math <laughs> where there's an answer or no answer. It right. takes probably 5,000 steps to get to any type of solution. Um, and then there's probably like 5,000 more steps after that getting past that one step and just a lot of stress and anxiety and trying to pass and because I'm so close to finishing my degree program and just. So, okay. Um, when you think about it, tell me one part of that is causing you the most stress. Is it because she's intimidating? Um, did you say it was a woman? It is a woman, yes. That she's intimidating. Is it because you're worried about your grade? Is it because you're worried about graduating? Which, which part of all of that causes you the greatest amount of stress? I think I'm worried about the grade. Okay. Okay. I've, again, I've had experience with her teaching style very much. And um, she has failed me in one of her classes before that I've taken wow. and I had to retake. So that constant anxiety and fear always reeks this ugly head whenever I have to endure a class with her. So um, the grade. Um, okay. Okay. And so when you think about the grade, um, you mentioned a lot of different emotions, anxiety, overwhelm, frustration, um, intimidation. Which one of those is the strongest emotion when you think about the grade that she might give you? I would have to say fear. Fear. Okay. And from the top of your body, from the top of your body, all the way down to your toes, when you think about the fear in your body, about the grade she might give you, where do you feel it in your body? Um, okay, so you said from my head to my toes. Where in your body do you feel that stress? I would have to say here in my chest. In your chest, okay. And from zero to 10, where zero is like, ah, no big deal. I'm gonna get through this one way or the other. And 10 is the most fear you've felt in your entire life. What number would you give it? I have to say an eight. An eight. It's pretty up there. <laughs> I have to say an eight. Okay, I just have two more questions. Uh, one is, um, I'm going to ask you to repeat some words after me. Okay. And if I ask you to say something, and you go, no, that's not really true. Or I would say it in a different way. Would you repeat it back in your own words for me? Sure. Okay. And the last question is, is this a true statement? right here, right now, I feel safe. I feel safe. Okay, good. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna start on the side of the hand and I'm gonna tell everybody what we're doing in case somebody's listening and not watching, okay? Okay. Okay, so on the side of the hand between your wrist and your little finger, you use your other hands and tap right there. So tap tap on the side of your hand. Oh. So, yeah, there you go on the side. That's it. And when I give you uh, words to repeat after we go through all these points, I'm going to give you a sentence to repeat. We'll repeat it three times. Okay. Okay. Next spot is on the top of your head. Tap on the top of your head. There you go. Next spot. I'm, I'm warning you. I'm going in for a close up. Okay. <laughs> the next spot is on the edge of the eyebrow, right above the nose. There you go. Right. There you go. Right above the nose. And then the next spot is on the side of the eye between the eye and the hairline. Okay, the eye and the hairline? Yeah, right, there you go, right there. Mm -hmm. And then the next spot down is where I keep all my bags for a quick getaway, and that's under my eyes. <laughs> and then we have under the nose, above the lips, and then below the lips, on the chin, and then on the collarbone, use both hands. And then the last spot is four inches under our arms. We're going to thump our ribs and give our ribs a good thumping. 
So those are the points that we're going to tap and we're going to add words to it now. So let me see if I've got it right. It's the fear of the grade and you feel it in your chest, right? Right. Okay, so here we go. So start on the side of your hand and tap. Okay. It's on the side. Right oh. there. Yeah. Right. There you go. Mm -hmm. So And say, even though. Even though. When I think about the grades you might give me. When I think about the grades you might give me. I have all this fear in my chest. I have all this fear in my chest. Right here, right now, I feel safe. Right here, right now, I feel safe. Even though. Even though. Oh, I have so much fear in my chest thinking about the grades she might give me. I have all this fear in my chest thinking of the grades she might give me. Right here, right now, I feel safe. Right here, right now, I feel safe. Even though. Even though. Oh, thinking about that grade. Even though thinking about that grade. I have so much fear in my chest. I have so much fear in my chest. Right here, right now, I feel safe. Right here, right now, I feel safe. And then tap on the top of your head okay. and say, this fear in my chest. This fear in my chest. And on the edge of the eyebrow, right above the nose. There you go. This fear in my chest. This fear in my chest. On the side of the eye, between the eye and the hairline. This fear in my chest. This fear in my chest. And then under the eye, this fear in my chest. This fear in my chest. Under the nose, this fear in my chest. This fear in my chest. Under the lips, this fear in my chest. This fear in my chest. On the collarbone, this fear in my chest. This fear in my chest. And then under the arm, this fear in my chest. And then the last thing I have my clients do is to blow all the air out like a cartoon character. It looks like this. I can do that. So let me ask you, Dan, when you think about the grade that she might give you in your class from zero to 10, how much fear do you feel now? Um, I feel how much fear? I think it's gone relatively lower after doing this exercise. I would have to say it's about a four or three right now. So if you watch this again and do the same thing all over again, you can get it down to a zero and it doesn't return. Awesome. <laughs> it is good stuff. <laughs> <We're ready. laughs> yeah, so that feels good, right? It does. So you've mastered this tapping method that you just showed me. And um, from what you just shared with me, you believe that it does serve a purpose for any um, person right now dealing with anxiety or stress? Correct. Yes. I found that, um, and I've been doing this since 2010. So I've got about a little over 11 years of experience. And I have worked with, obviously, I started off working with students about um, their fear and anxiety about math and test taking. Um, in fact, I have a few stories if you'd like me to share them. Sure, please okay. do. Um, so I had one student who was a high school student and she had taken her SATs, the national exam that a lot of colleges look at for entrance. And she had scored well enough that she could probably get into the school she wanted, but she felt like she could do better for scholarships. So she registered and paid for a second time, studied every day up until the day, right? Took it a second time and her scores, Dion, went down. Oh. 
Yeah, but she just really knew that she could do better. So she registered and paid for a third time. And, you know, she was a student. You know what it's like, like a student, life gets busy. And she completely forgot to study. So it was one week before the test and she panicked. She didn't know what to do. So her mom contacted me and we tapped for one hour. What we did, what you and I just did is called a round. Well, we did rounds for an hour on Monday, an hour on Wednesday, and an hour on Friday. She retook the SAT on Saturday and her scores went up 90 points over the first score. Yeah. And she would be the first one to tell you that um, it really was the tapping that made the difference. Now, I've also had clients who have had uh, who come to me and said, Katie, I, I really can't focus on my work. I, I can't I can't get any focus. And in doing it, um, doing the tapping, we did tapping like once a one hour a month for six months. And her her um, her focus, her ability to focus just came right back. Um, and she's like driven now. She's like, <laughs> I've worked with people who have. Um, have been in sales positions and had to do cold calls and they were uncomfortable doing the cold calls. And we've had two hours of, of tapping. And after that, they, they're off and running and they're doing what they're wildly successful. I actually run a mastermind. So for people who want financial abundance, um, we do tapping in there to help them attract finances and uh, attract more money. Um, I work with, um, well, I can tell you a little bit about the quantum. That's kind of interesting. That's the past life piece. Um, please do, if you don't yeah. mind. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. And I have permission, all these stories that I'm telling you, the clients have given me permission to, to tell. Well, before I tell you the past life, I had one client who lived in Colorado. And again, she gave me permission to share this. So she lived in Colorado and she was a student during the time of Columbine, which is in Colorado. She was a young adult in the time when um, the shooter came to the movie theater in Colorado. And she was so terrified of going out because of all these things that were going on um, that we worked together so that she, um, her, her big goal was that not only now could she go into a movie theater um, by herself, but also with her family and not feel that fear anymore. So that was huge. Um, I've had, uh, um, in terms of the quantum, I had a chiropractor come into my office and she's holding her back like this, Dion. Now a chiropractor holding their back? I couldn't figure that out. Um, but she came to me because she wasn't getting her reports written they would only get paid if the reports were written and submitted to the insurance company. Down, she had over a hundred reports that she was behind. That was like a lot of money. So her partner was upset and it's like, you got to write these reports. And she's like, she kept trying, kept trying. She couldn't figure out why she couldn't write the reports. And so her partner said, why don't you go to Katie and see if she tapping will help. So we did some tapping and what we came up with was that she had a fifth grade teacher who used to ridicule her about her tap, about her writing. So we were able to get it down, but it never got to zero. It was always like her level was at five and it wasn't going anywhere. And we kept working on it. And I thought, well, this is ridiculous. Why aren't we going anywhere? 
So I didn't know what to do, but I said, hey, you're a chiropractor. What's going on with your back? <laughs> and she said, I don't know. I've got this sharp pain in my back and nobody's been able to get rid of it. And I said, well, there's a whole tapping sequence, Dan, called chasing the pain. So when you're in pain, it can actually help you with that. So I said, hey, let's just try this. So as we tried this, I was also adding in some quantum tapping words along the way. And when I do quantum tapping, I don't get the information. The client gets the information. And I've had some amazing stories. And so while we're tapping, she's like, oh, I see something. I said, what do you see? She said, I was a Roman gladiator. And somebody came up behind me and stabbed me in my back and killed me. And I was like, okay. So I said, well, let's tap on that and have you release it. And so we tapped on it. It was released in the next week, in the next five business days. She's completed all 100 reports like that. And it's been more than four years and she's, she's good. Now, I had problems wrapping my head around this, to tell you the truth, until somebody explained to me and I thought, oh, that kind of makes sense. You know, when my grandmother was pregnant with my mother, and my mother was, um, you know, a, a fetus. My mother had her eggs in, in there too. So everything my grandmother experienced was in, in the DNA of my eggs. And then when my mother was born, everything my mother experienced, because her, she had her eggs in there, right? Everything that my mother experienced until I was born, I experienced too. That's in my DNA. So I thought, well, maybe it just went back so much so much further that that experience somehow is still in our DNA. I don't know, but it's very interesting. And I have used the quantum tapping a lot. Um, a lot of people are carrying around some old stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's such an interesting method. And um, I believe I've um, someone of that magnitude may have mentioned it once to me, but I think they tied into connecting with something else or uh, most, um, EMT fighters yeah. or emotional freedom. Yeah, that's it. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah. thank you truly for sharing that. And yeah. um, do you find people utilizing tapping more considering we're still in the pandemic? Unfortunately, it's going to be two years into it. Do you find people utilizing that particular yeah. method? Well, Deanna, I will tell you that I've made a lot, I've been doing a lot of presentations, obviously by Zoom, right. uh, uh, to a lot of groups, especially to groups. Um, I'm on the board of our local United Way and a lot of, a lot of nonprofits who are working with other people and trying to keep them you know, healthy in their homes. Uh, so many people lost their jobs. Um, and they had what they call compassion fatigue. And I, so I, I ended up working with a lot of people to help them overcome, you know, all the caregivers. We think about the nurses and the doctors, and we think about the people who are doing the shopping and everything. But there's a whole other group of people in the nonprofit field who are going out and working uh, with families. And they have such deep compassion fatigue. And of course, our students, right? Our students who are... I mean, what a tumultuous time for them to go to school, to try and graduate, to go to college and go. I was talking to somebody yesterday and he was saying his daughter went away to college last year, but she was 
locked down in her dorm room the whole time. And so she came back home, you know. Um, so it's been disruptive for so many people. So yes, um, during the pandemic, a lot of people have been stressed. I haven't, but a lot of people have. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm joyful to be able to share this technique with others, which is why I appreciate the opportunity that um, you're providing me to share this, this amazing technique with others. No problem. And I'm truly grateful for you sharing this technique, which I think can help many people such as myself and beyond to deal with stress and anxiety because this season has been indeed stressful and it seems like things are still somewhat hectic, even though they're slowing down because of the vaccine. They're still trying to handle this dynamic of being masked and going to public and all these other variants of the COVID vaccine and trying to handle college and just, I am really, really grateful that you shared a way to help alleviate the stress and perhaps adapt to the chaos a bit easier. So yes. thank you. Yes, yes, yes. So here's my little fun, non-chaotic game for us, my icebreaker segment. So I'll start with icebreaker question, because that's pretty fun. Um, if you had to come up with a title or a chapter for where your life is at right now, what would it be? Oh, the happiest days of my life. Okay, happiest days of your life. Man, you were pretty quick to answer that. Um, just because everything in your life is going in the direction you want it? Um, is that- Well, Dion, I worked at a college for 16 years and we got a new president in and he offered a voluntary retirement. So I left um, the college just a few months ago and I've been able to do this full time before I was doing this almost for 10 years on nights and weekends and vacation and holidays. And now this is what I do all the time. And I love it. I love it. Awesome. So I can understand the happiness factor because you don't have to worry about um, work and you can focus on your true passions, which I truly admire. Um, yeah. The title for my life, it's really my mantra um, pretty much, is to be a warrior for change. Mm -hmm. um, I've undergone quite a lot, not just with stress in school, <laughs> but just life in general and all the buckets and barrels that have come my way. And I found a way to endure and overcome those obstacles. So I think a warrior truly um, represents who I am and where I am at my life right now. So... I love that. I love that. And for people who struggle with change, you can have them tap with you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So on to my favorite part, and that is the icebreaker game, which I already told you, you don't have to be an expert at, but it's a lot of fun. So um, this game is called Song Association. <laughs> I'm terrible with music. Okay. <laughs> Let's try it. It's fine. It's okay. just giggles. Um, basically, how the game works is I give you a word and you can either sing it, rap it again. You don't have to be an avid singer. You can be a shower singer and still have fun with this game. Um, basically, you have to say the word pertaining to the song lyrics or it can be an actual title. It has to be an actual song. You can't make it up. Many guests have asked me, oh, can I make up the song? No, you can't make up the song. Maybe I'll have a new game in the next season where you can make up songs, but not for this one. So um, 
that's pretty much how it works. Unfortunately, just like in life, there is a twist. Um, it is, you have 15 seconds based off the word I give you to come up with either the song pertaining to the title or in the lyrics. Okay. And you know, I'm terrible at music. I like, <laughs> okay, this is going to be fun. This is going to be great. Oh, it's a fun game. I do okay. it with everyone. No one expects it. It's really fun. I just have to find my little timer. Uh-oh. Okie dokie. So the first word is heart. Is heart? Mm -hmm. You gotta have heart. Yeah, you gotta have heart. That's an old song. You wouldn't remember it. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I can make up all these songs and tell you it's an old song. You would know it. <laughs> well, I think it would be tricking me. There's, this is a fun game. There's no need for tricking. <laughs> so, Did I get a point? I hope I got a point. Yes, you got a point. You got a point. <laughs> Do you happen to know the artist of the song? Say what? Do you happen to know the artist? Oh, it's an old, old song. I mean, I think it was like one of my mother's songs. It's it's really old. Was it? You gotta have heart. Um, I don't know. No, I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> I trust you. Well, All right. So the next one is words. Words. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about something about the words I love you? That's got to be a song. I have words that say to say the words I love you. What? I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, I can give you the answer that previous guests have mentioned. Um, they mentioned the song "More Than Words" by the band Extreme. I don't know if you're familiar with that artist at all, <laughs> but that's a little answer there. But at the moment, you just have to look it up later. <laughs> it's a good song. Um, many people have covered the song, and I'm sure a band before Extreme have probably written it. It's a really good song. So the next one, I'm very confident you'll you can figure this one out. It's the last word. It's a really famous song. <laughs> so the last word is little drumroll is faith. Faith. Mm-hmm. You're drawing a blank? I told you I'm not good at music. My husband could do a podcast. Wow. I lose all my points. I think I lost all my points. <laughs> wow. I thought you would know that one. Hoping you were going to say love or, you know. <laughs> It's by an artist named George Michael who has a song called Faith. Okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> well, again, it's not about points. It's really just for fun. That's good because I'm behind. So, <laughs> um, again, thank you, Katie, for indulging in that little game with me. That was fun. Was fun. Um, before unfortunately we can keep talking music all night long but we're at the end of this oh, <laughs> you don't want to. no worries um we're at the end of this episode unfortunately can you share your 
awesome knowledge as to where people can contact you via social media for those who may want to get in touch with you? Of course. Um, I am everywhere. I'm on all the platforms and it's either Katie Nall PhD or Dr. Nall or Katie Nall. Um, but what I encourage people to do is to email me at hello at drnall.com. It's H-E-L-L-O at D-R-N-A-L-L.com. I'm going to challenge your listeners, Dion. Okay. Go that ahead. I'm going to give you my phone number and ask them to call me. And if I can't pick up to leave a message and I'll call them back. So my phone number is area code 772-226-0167. And I would love to hear from them. Awesome. Thank you again, Katie, for sharing, um, tapping and your awesome wisdom. And I'm truly, truly grateful that you had the privilege of coming on my podcast. It was a real honor. Thank you so much. I so appreciate what you're doing, Dion. No problem. To all my listeners, thank you for joining us on this latest episode of the Words of Power podcast. If you enjoy this episode, if you love this episode, if you want to apply anything you learned into your own daily life, please feel free to let me know either on Facebook. We are at Words of Heart Podcast on Facebook. We are also on YouTube and wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google. If you are listening to it from the moon, please let me know. I think <laughs> intergalactic broadcasting to be awesome. Anyhow, however you choose to listen to us, please let me know. And um, if you want to share your thoughts or get in contact with me in any way, you can do so on Twitter at HeartWarrior24 and on Instagram at HeartWarrior25. So again, to all my listeners, stay healthy, stay safe, breathe. Don't forget to breathe. I think breathing is highly important and we don't do enough of it right now. So make sure to breathe. And until next time. Bye. Thank you.